Hey everybody, welcome to um, welcome to episode nine of Off Target Podcast. One second, need to fix. Uh, a little bit different today. Uh, if you are a regular listener of the podcast, um, starting a little bit different today. We are uh, gonna keep it a bit more serious this week. Uh, you, if you missed, if you missed the, if you missed the jovial, the happy start, uh, we'll come back next week. Uh, but this week, I kind of want to, we want to talk about something a bit more serious. Um, with me, as always, is my co-host Dwight Shoot. Yo, yo, yo. Say hi to people, Dwight. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Yeah. So you know, normally we're a gaming podcasts, and we talk about gaming things because you know we're Twitch streamers. And that's what we do. Oh, I'm Nature's Bless, by the way, your host. Uh, but this week, I think we have the rare opportunity to talk about some topical things, I suppose, is the best way I can put it. Um, do you, you want to give the people the rundown, Dwight, or should I? I'm going to let you handle that. You're going to be handle? <laughs> right. <laughs> this way, I don't want to get caught cut out uh so if you've been paying attention to the news in any capacity you've probably heard about the kyle rittenhouse stuff going on and uh you know the verdict right uh to be clear just to kind of start us off and i want to set us on the right tone we're not here to pass judgment we're not lawyers we're not legal people you know our discussion today you know is coming from the perspective of people who are tired of racial injustice in our political system in our legal system so you know we might not have a perfect understanding of the legal system but we want to talk about how we feel about what happened this week, right? And I think this is an important discussion to have because I think that when something like this happens, we have to kind of give every opportunity to discuss kind of the system we live in, right? So why are we talking about it? So, you know, Rittenhouse, if you don't know, give you a brief summary. He was at the Kenosha protests, which turned ugly. He, um, this is a very brief, kind of oversimplified overview. He ends up shooting three people, killing three people. Uh, went to court for it. Went on trial for it. And then was found uh, by the jury not guilty on all counts. Right. So, and that's kind of what we're here to discuss today. Right. At least, at least for the, for the first bit of the podcast, that's kind of what we want to discuss. So, uh, Dwight, you want to give your initial thoughts on. On the verdict? I don't even know where to start. The whole thing is a mess. All right, so let's let's start with the facts. How about that? Let's start with what we know, and let's break down the trial piece by piece. Right, and my knowledge might be incomplete, so if anybody out there has any comments, please contact us on our socials. At off target apex on Twitter, you know, message us, contact us. Uh, but let's, let's start from the top, right? This guy goes on trial. This kid goes on trial. Okay. <clears throat> he is on trial for killing three people. The argument here is was it self defense, right? That's like the entire basis of the trial 
man. Let's the trial. I don't. The trial's a bit of a mess. But let's start with the prosecution. Prosecuting Rittenhouse. How do you think they did, Dwight? I mean, I'm no lawyer, but um, from what I've seen, not very well. Not very well. They didn't make a really good case, as far as I can tell. They didn't make a really good case for any of the charges they were making. And they kind of lost the purpose of what they were trying to do, right? Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch all of it, but clips that I saw or parts of it that I did watch, I was just kind of sitting there like, what is this guy even talking about right now? Right. Like the the lines of questioning that he had and things that he was saying, I was like, where are you even going with this? Like this doesn't, it doesn't lead anywhere. Like you're just asking these questions that mean nothing. Right. Like, especially like there was one at one point I was watching and he was like going at this guy that was um, some kind of like commentator, journalist, social media presence of some kind that was in Kenosha and was like filming stuff while he was there. And he like sat there and like went at this guy and I didn't understand. I mean, again, I'm no lawyer, so I don't know if there's some deeper, you know, process there I don't know about. It was almost like arguing with that guy. Yeah. Which I don't know what that would have done. Like it did it, it didn't I don't know I don't know what how that would have helped the case at all. Right. Yeah. Uh, the prosecution really just didn't really seem like they had a clear plan of action. Or if they did, they didn't execute very well, right? And this is from like an outsider's like a layman's perspective, right? The defense did a pretty good job at Convincing obviously the jury, but also the judge that the prosecution was stupid. It's kind of what it felt like. And let's talk about the judge. Because <laughs> I know that the actions that the judge took were well within the legal rights to do so. Right. It's not like the judge did did or said anything that was like kind of outrageous. But the the bigger question is why did the judge do it? For instance, not referring to the people who were killed as victims, but instead referring to them as protesters or rioters. Right? Because then they are victims. They are victims. You, you can't deny that because they've, they've died. Right? I understand that as something that can be done. Like neutral language is supposed to be promoted in the court. But it's like also not a thing that happens from what I know from lawyers is that it's not a thing that happens very often. And I don't know. The, 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 from what I watched, and obviously I didn't watch it from beginning to end because I, I have a job. But from what I saw online and from the way that it was being talked about from... And, and I did my best to look at all sorts of different sources. I tried to look at conservative sources. I tried to look at liberal sources. Try to look at neutral sources, again, our NPR, AP. You know, I looked at it, and, and, and from what I could see, it's it's just... Regardless of what the verdict is, I, I think that even if it was a guilty verdict, which would have been, I think, a win in some regard, in the sense that... And here's my opinion. You can make an argument for self-defense, potentially, for the guy with the gun. There's one person with a gun. I forget their name. But one person had a gun. You could potentially make a self-defense argument there. One person had a skateboard. It's not a lethal weapon. But I understand it's being used as a weapon. It can be 
I mean, it can be lethal, I suppose, right? So I can understand the argument there if you've been hit by a skateboard. But the first man was simply talking to Kyle Rittenhouse. Yes, verbal threats were made. But the man was unarmed, wasn't doing anything. I don't know in what world where you can walk around with a gun, shoot somebody who is unarmed, potentially had mental illnesses, right? And and, and, and just walk away from that with no consequence. No consequence. Right? Like, I kind of wish we had at least one count of something. That should have been the one. And I think we really need to talk about that because what, what, and, and then we, ha- and I had this discussion with a few people who, who kind of missed the point of the anguish. And I'm talking a lot twice, so feel free to, to cut in anytime you like. Mm. The anguish and the frustration is not just with the verdict. It's not just, oh, it's another white kid walking free. It's the fact that he got the chance to go to trial and make these arguments in the first place. In the first that, place, in right. a, that in and of itself is privilege. Because imagine there was a black man that day in the streets of Kenosha doing what he did. That man does not get to go to trial today. That man does not make it out of that night alive. I think that is the point that people are missing. Right? Like, he would be lucky if he got arrested, I think. Yeah. Because... And I think that people are welcome to their opinion of the verdict. You are welcome to look at the facts and and make the decision. Because then there's there's some leeway to understanding, right? If you are okay with the verdict, that, to me, is not a big... It's a big deal, but it's it's not like the worst thing in the world. I can understand how you can come to that conclusion of self-defense. What we need you to understand, and as as a person of color, as a minority, what we want, and I and I, I can't speak for all Black Americans because I come from I'm considered a uh, I forget what the term is, but it's like not a it's like sort of some sort of special minority, basically. What what needs to be understood is that. To look at the lens of, well, I don't think that could happen. And I think that this is a fair trial. The fact that you are able to have that perspective is indicative of a privilege you're not yet aware of. And I think you need to dig deep. And I don't think you're a bad person for thinking that, by the way. I don't think that necessarily you're a terrible human being who's racist for thinking that. I I think that... This is more so a lack of education and a lack of understanding that simply by your whiteness, through no fault of your own, right? There's no reason to feel guilty about this, right? We're not trying to guilt you into anything, which I feel like is why white people get so defensive as they feel guilty about it. Like, oh. No, what you need to do is you need to understand that there is a privilege that you have and the ability to think that there is fairness in this world for others. I think it is a big mental hurdle to understand that fairness is not inherent to others. But that makes does that make sense? Mm-hmm. To make that first kind of cognitive leap to understand that thinking that there is fairness is in and of itself a privilege, I think then you can begin to understand 
and deconstruct the issues at the end of trial. For example, let's just take an example, right? Like, what happens if there's a white guy doing a serial shooting, Dwight? Hmm. Uh, not a lot. They are very um, taken in very peacefully most of, most of the time. Yeah. They get a. They get arrested peacefully. They get Stop a bulletproof on the way to the police station. Get him a grip, whatever, right? Like, <sighs> and then when it comes to trial, they get protection. They get a bulletproof vest because there's this fear, and then da 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 da, and then and, and and all this conservative argument around the Rittenhouse trial, and all this media, and oh, look at these liberals endangering this. Poor kid, and uh, do you like like like? like I, I get it. Liberals being aggressive is not a good look for us. But do you understand that the fact that your client is able to to do that without being an actual any actual danger is already a privilege? Because I assure you that a black man would not be given the same level of protection as a white kid, and that black man would be in real danger. It may not make it to that courthouse. I think that's the disconnect in this country. And I don't understand. And, and maybe because I, because I live in L.A. So Dwight lives in the middle of the country, the Midwest, where you run into more of these kinds of people more rural parts of America. I don't understand the mentality of white Americans who, not all white Americans, this is a very specific subset of white Americans, who feel threatened by the liberal ideology, who cannot comprehend that there's a fundamental racism that permeates throughout the system. And I feel like that there's always this argument of look at the facts, look at the facts, look at this, look at that. I think you would have gotten a fair trial if you wouldn't have was black. Why are you bringing color into this? Why are you bringing race into this? It's not a racial thing, it's a self defense thing. Da -da 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 -da. You've missed a point entirely if you are making those arguments. I think we need to take a moment to, I think you need to take a moment to kind of sit down with yourself and, and think, why am I so upset that an entire subset of the American population, black people of color population, is so upset about this. And you need to dig deep and think, why do I feel like he would have gotten in a fair trial? It's very difficult to be that introspective. I had to, I was lucky enough to grow up in an environment that was very liberal in the sense of I was surrounded by people of different colors. So I'll never understand that mentality that like any race is better than the other or that any race serves more. You know? And I'll always understand that there is a there is a implicit unfairness to our societal structure. No matter what. And I think that 
or those white people, they do not see that in that implicit and unfairness. And therefore, whenever there is a change in the balance, they feel like they're getting gypped. Like they don't see it as a balancing. They see it as a loss and they don't understand that. That they've already started with more than everybody else. They're not becoming less. They're, we're just trying to bring everybody up to the same level. Right, right? I don't know. I don't know yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't, ugh, I don't know. I think it's, um, I think a lot of it stems, at least in my part of this f- fantastic country that we have, a lot of it stems from um, family teaching, basically, right? Like, it started way back when, and that just, that mindset hasn't changed. So parents teach it to their kids, they teach it to their kids, and it just continues this cycle to the point that, I mean, don't get me wrong, some people are just shitty human beings, but there is, I think, people that they, like, they they say these things and have these certain like outlooks on things that they don't realize that they're wrong or realize that like the, it's like microaggression type things. Like they don't realize they're doing it because this is just, Oh, this is how I came up. I don't know any different. And until we can somehow break that, it's not going to go away. How do you think we can break it? I have no idea. (laughs) It's the man. Sucks to say, but it's the billion dollar question, right? It takes uh, it takes being an independent like thinker, like because this is the area that I grew up in, and obviously I'm not like that, so it's possible. But like, no one can make you, you know, I mean, no one can make you change. Gotta do that yourself. Yeah, yeah. Listeners, apologies. I'm sounding a little. uh... I apologize if I'm a little cyclical or circular in the way I speak and a little bit um, jumbled because this is a emotional topic for myself as a person of color. I think that we all want to believe that the world can be better. But time and time again, we are shown that, at least in America, if you're not a white male, or just male, I suppose, in some regard, if you're not a white male, you really have no shot. Well, I don't say that. It's not that you have no shot, but you're playing with kind of a handicap, you know. 100%. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if in, anybody who's listening to this, any any I know that our audience is we're probably be preaching to the choir right now. You know, with with our audience being the size that it is. I I think that if you are listening to this and 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 what we say here is upsetting to you, or or bothers you, I, I I implore you to to look deeply within yourself, and and because I I'm not one of those people who wants to just throw out the word racist at everybody who doesn't understand racial injustice. I mean, there's definitely people who are racist out there, and if you're listening to this and you're racist, please. Get a hold of yourself. <laughs> like, get a hold of yourself, please. But if you're listening to this and, and you don't consider yourself racist, one, reassess that. <laughs> Two, dig deep why why you do not well why why you feel there is no unfairness or injustice in this world, I suppose. I, I think that's the best way I can kind of say that 
Because like you said, Dwight, like unless you become an individual thinker, you're not going to understand, right? Like, like just think about it, I suppose. You know, think about what you heard growing up. Think about what your parents said to you growing up about other people who don't look like you. I, I think that... um. isn't easy as adults to change the way we think. But we want to approach this with as much compassion as we can and patience as we can, right? Because yelling at people isn't going to do the job. <laughs> uh, if, if you have thoughts, you know, please talk to us. We are, you know... We we are here to to have a conversation, like a real conversation with you. You know, I'm not gonna fight people over it, but it, it's time. We need to have those conversations. Like you, we need to just. I think we live in a culture. Uh, we live in a climate 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 that is afraid to not say afraid to but we don't know how to call people out in a way that makes them want to listen to you right like just yelling at people and saying they're racist is going to make them want to listen to you like insulting them is going to make them listen to you well and i think another thing that like as a country we really have a problem with right now is you are coke or pepsi like you get what I'm saying? Like right. everybody is you either you're either this side or that side, right? And right. It, it it's always a conflict. It's always I'm going to make my determination of how I feel about this dependent on what yours is. Like I don't like your click, so you make your decision. I'm going to make sure mine's the opposite, just so we can assure we don't agree on anything. Like right. everything is that you are your Xbox or your PlayStation. Like you've got to fall in one of these two. And it's just, it's never going to work like that. It's, it's it, like nothing good will come of that. No, no progress will be made. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's like, we just have to I mean, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. There's like, there's no, there's no middle ground. There's no in compromise. It's my team versus your team about everything. Right. I think that's step one, right? Like step one is, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Like understanding that like people can be on the other team. You don't have to villainize them. Well, and I think that's another thing too, like, there is issues where we can disagree on them and be cordial about it. Right. But not all of those issues are also like, not all issues are going to fall into that as well. And I think that's where a lot of sure. like, it'll be like, Oh, well you can't be friends with somebody because they're Republican or Democrat just because you guys have different ideologies on something. But then like the, the issue is something like, can't a white dude bring a gun and shoot people in the middle of the street. Like that's something we yeah. can't really, compromise you know what i mean like so yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just like a weird it's a weird dynamic yeah um somebody in, in the audience is saying that like he thinks that it's people are afraid to to call people out and they're afraid of backlash and i would say that's like a, a, a thing to the degree right like i feel like on some level People who are conservative and racist have no fear and no shame. That's how they're racist. If you have any shred of shame, there's no shot you're able to be racist. Because you would understand how disgusting that is almost immediately. Because they have no shame, they can just say whatever they want. And because of the system, if you say whatever you want and you're a white male, you can get away with it. I don't care if you disagree with that statement, it's true. Well, I would you don't almost think say, it's true. I don't tell you. I would almost say it's kind of like split, right? So you've got 
I would agree with what they said uh, in some people that they're afraid of the backlash of calling somebody out. But then you also have kind of the other side of that coin where it's you've got a group of people where that they thrive off of conflict and Mm -hmm. won't back down Mm -hmm. no matter what data they're provided, what facts are provided. I'm right. You're wrong. You're not going to tell me otherwise. So that still doesn't, you know what I mean? You got either group of people that won't, have conflict whatsoever or two people who are so horny for conflict that nothing changes. It's just an argument that doesn't go anywhere. Right. Yeah. I, I think that, and, and, and to be fair, this is on both sides, right? Yeah. Like I'm not going to be the guy who says only conservatives act this way. Untrue. I have seen many liberals, quote unquote liberals act this way. I personally am all for calling people out. I'm gonna call people out. However, I'm going to do so in a way that is respectful, kind of. There's fundamental things that I can't respect, and I and I'll say it, right? But I'll say, like you said, I'll say it cordially. Because to me, if I want somebody to change, let's say let's say it's my friend, or it's just, it's just anybody. Like if it's somebody, if I'm, I'm trying to convince somebody, let's say you're a salesperson, you're trying to convince, you're basically a salesperson for your ideology, and you're trying to convince somebody like, hey, my ideology is pretty dope, like it's cool, it's you know it's got all this love, it's got all this compassion and understanding. You're not going to start with, hey, you know what you are for not having this ideology? You're a fucking dumbass. You're not going to sell anybody on anything, right? If you reframe it, if you reframe the idea of... Because like you said, some people are doing it for impressions and some people are thriving off of that conflict and they just want that conflict. The attention. And, yeah, attention, and, yeah. yeah. Don't give it to them. Well, and another thing, too, is until we stop treating things like politics and social issues like sports teams, I think that is another huge issue. Like, Mm -hmm. they they shouldn't be things like, I say that with the whole Rittenhouse thing. Like, while I disagree with people who agree with the verdict and blah, 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 people who just do it, they're like, well, this is just how I feel about it, blah, 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 blah disagree with you but i i can i can live with that but there's people that's like we're celebrating like, yeah. yeah we won oh that's disgusting this bro. Isn't a, this isn't a football team bro people lost their lives whether you agree with how it happened or not we shouldn't be celebrating this regardless of which what you believe exactly. but that's what it's turned into is you're either oh, exactly. this team or this team and mm-hmm. then you're celebrating like, like like a team one like I, I it just doesn't make sense to me well forget uh, there's no connection to the life of people I don't know they just don't understand I guess that regardless of the facts of his actions Three people are still dead. Three three sons, three fathers potentially, uh, you know, husbands, you know, significant others, friends. Regardless of how you think about it, it's not a win per se. You know, it's it's just a fact. A disappointing fact, but a fact. So my my theory here, not to go off on too much of a tangent, but two two things that I think play a pivotal role in that. One being that as a generation, we have been severely desensitized to like tragedy. Mm-hmm. So nine eleven, school shootings, Rotten dot mm-hmm. com, like those things we I feel like we were severely desensitized to because it was normal for us to see. Like tragedy, right? 
And then right. with the internet turning into what the internet turned into, you add that desensitate, you get what I'm saying. You add, you add that to how basically the internet is just entertainment at the touch of your finger. It's like entertainment on demand that it, it turns into entertainment for people like to like mm -hmm. pre internet, it, things like this would not have been nearly as like popular. I would say uh, it's probably a bad explanation, but uh, you'll see what I'm saying. So like, f I don't understand how you can have two people getting into a fight who are so like deeply into this situation who have no ties to it whatsoever. Like you have people in these just going crazy. Like they have some kind of personal ties to anybody involved that don't because they've mm. chosen that as a form of entertainment. Right. And it's not, it's not, this is a tragedy. This is what happened. It's, this is my entertainment and I've developed an opinion and now everybody needs to know my opinion. Yeah. It's true. It's true. I, I think on both sides or both sides are guilty of this. And then I agree. Oh, yeah. I That's hundred percent. I think that, like you said, man, we just. It's just weird. It's a weird concept for me to try to wrap my head around that this is literally entertainment for people. Like, yeah, people, people consume this as their entertainment. Yeah, it's their life. It shouldn't be a fun. And I, I mean, and I'm not to say that I'm not guilty of it. Like. Right. things like this happen and like i'm watching videos and i'm reading about it and everything like that and like it's unintentional but it's the norm now it's it's, it's something it's not good i think for the people who are on the liberal side try to approach this with compassion and 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 not drop people just because they disagree with you I, I get it. It's exhausting. It's exhausting to have to like constantly talk about this kind of stuff all day. You know? Uh, uh, it's exhausting to have to like educate people all the time and, and talk about how you feel about this kind of stuff all the time. But it has to be done. I guess it's the teacher in me where people are i always hear people say i'm tired it's not my job to educate you have the internet go look for it that's not i don't think that's the approach i've never agreed with that i think it is your job to educate because you have the knowledge you have the perspective you have to the, the view it's your job to educate people as a member mm. of society if you want a better society, you have to make it. You cannot rely on people who are sitting in an echo chamber with algorithms designed to feed them an echo chamber to have reliable growth. Right? But not on the flip side, for, for the conservatives, the quote-unquote conservatives, so the people who do not see the racial inequality, who do not see the racial conflict, who do not understand that because i'm they're a good person right they go to church on sunday or they volunteer for the soup kitchen they have friends who are people of color da, 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 da. take the time to listen you're not racist but you're perpetuating racism or, or a racist system due to inherent racial bias and it's work it's hard work to recognize that and to break it down you have to listen to people when they say and feel the pain when they say that they're not surprised by what happened this week that this is not a shock to them that this trial went about as expected. That isn't the sound of, I'm disappointed that he didn't get convicted. 
that isn't the sound of man i wish he got his lumps that that's not what that is about it's not about wanting somebody to get a punishment that they did or did not deserve it is about a system that fundamentally consistently fails on equality and equity for people of color and in matters that involve people of color I think that's what is so hard for them to understand because they don't have the the empathy and the the understanding, the perspective, the personal experience to really get it. So just listen. And if you have racist thoughts, you know, if you believe that white is right or that black people are criminals or this or that, sit down with yourself. You know, why why do you think that way? Is it okay to think that way? It's, it's I don't know. Like, you gotta, this is, it's, it's a two-way street. It's two ways. It's both ways. Somebody's got to educate them. They got to be willing to be educated. It's the only way. It's the only way to break the cycle. It's the only way that we can move forward with things. Because we can have as many black people in power. We're going to have people of color in power. We can have females in power. We have all this. We have all that. We can have this entire thing. But when the people, when society fundamentally doesn't believe in any of it, or the person who doesn't believe in it, then we're not going to get anywhere. And I would say like that, that we need those people to believe that in order for the second part to happen, for us to have black people in power, things like that. It's exhausting. I get it. It's tiring. You're over it. You don't want to talk about it. You don't want to explain it a million times a day. But it's the only way our society grows and evolves is through conversations with each other. I don't know. It's a lot. I don't know. Any thoughts, Toy? Uh, I don't know, man. It's over it. Over it. It's the thing. Over it. Yep. Can't be. Can't be, man. I know. It's hard. Some days you wake up, you just want to win for for your team, I guess. That's the issue, right? Just want to dub. Ah. I don't know. Heavy topic. I yeah, think for sure. I hope we don't ever have. I hope we don't have to have another one of these podcasts again. <laughs> but we will if we have to. You know, we'll, well, we'll talk about this stuff day in and day out if we have to. You know, just like how we'll talk about gaming news, and and and, and Apex. It's part of who we are as people. I think it's important to to utilize what voice you have that people know that they're heard and they're supported you know I'm with y'all people just need to do better people need to do better man I don't know what to say at this point our society needs to do better as a whole definitely 100% it's all we got it's all we got who knows? I don't know. What else should we talk about? Um, we got any Apex news at all this week? Do we have any Apex news? Well? Yeah, pretty big one. Snipe down. Snipe down. Young Sniperton. Sniperton. Before we move on to Young Sniperton, um. You know, please, if you guys have any thoughts on this, please reach out to us. We're on Twitter. You can either reach us out at the Off Target Podcast 
at off target apex uh at nature's bless for myself or at dwight d-w-i-t-e shoot s-h-o-o-t for dwight I'm on twitch as well every now and again um yeah just you know if you have thoughts if you want to share if there's any way we can talk about this better please let us know we're not i know we're not the best we're not authorities in this but hey we're here to support people as best as we can and be allies as best as better as best as we can uh yeah so yeah we got some uh some sniperton young sniperton snipe down back to halo confirmed i well okay so supposedly confirmed not officially confirmed but so basically um some whoever whoever i don't know who the guy is somebody that was like on phase i guess formal i think is his name yeah, formal. Uh, well, op, op, is it phase or optic? I don't know. You tell me. Phase, optic formal was dropped from phase. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so basically he was streaming and said something about uh, he got dropped and they're picking up Snipe to play competitive Halo. Right. So not confirmed there. And then you start seeing all of these tweets going out. Everybody's trolling, saying they're signing to TSM. Prodigy Aces said him, Hal, and T-Hump were going back to rekindle their OG TSM team. But then you have, I don't know if you saw it, but you have Hal in his stream talking to Zach Mazur. Mm-hmm. And he uh, basically confirmed it from there. Like He said that it was happening, and then he yep. said he can't confirm or deny. You'll have to wait for the announcements. And then Zach- so here's what I saw on Japanese Twitter, by the way. <laughs> Japanese <laughs> Twitter. Nice. Optic formal. What is some Jake Sucky? Jake Lucky. Sorry, Jake Lucky says. Uh, formal dropped from phase Halo roster. Co- on stream, like you said. On stream, there's a clip. Who might be making a switch from Apex to Halo, right? Formal tweets. I'm so confused. Sorry, Hal. Didn't know it was a huge secret. Which Hal replied... I'm sorry for going overboard. It was still in talks or whatever, and the Apex side kind of ruined it, but it is what it is. No big deal. And then Jen Burton, you know, trolling, obviously, but excited for what's to come. Mac, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't reached out to people to ask about it. I I don't want to bug my one friend who's in the pros to, like, I don't want to bug him all the time about stuff like this. I feel like he, he, he doesn't care about the drama. So, uh, yeah, man. I don't know. Seems like it's pretty confirmed. But who knows, you know? So, conspiracy theory. Not my conspiracy okay. theory. I don't believe it. But a conspiracy theory that I saw, which what? had me laughing for literally hours. Somebody said that Albert Lee originally left TSM because Hal told him to basically be a double agent and go join other teams to get intel on no, the other sh- teams. Sh- <laughs> and that SmackDown is going to Halo and Mac is coming back with all of his intel that he got from playing. Yes, cap, bro. I know. Man, was it funny. Oh, my God. You got predictions if Snipe really leaves, who's taking his spot? If Snipe really leaves, Rogue's taking his spot. I have a really big feeling that they're going to get this Bellhurst dude or whatever his name is. I Verholst. That Verholst, I think is, is what it is. The dude I don't Verholst. know who else. I guess they could I mean I'm sure there's plenty of people who they've been playing with this dude a lot, him and reps, and he's a controller player. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, it's definitely need. It's, it's, I would say, I don't want to say likely. It's definitely possible. They definitely want a controller player. Um, I, 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 yeah. 
that's my guess. Um, somebody said that they were gonna um, that Hal was going to pay out of pocket for Jim Burton to move to the U.S. and <laughs> 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 be on TSM. I thought that was pretty funny, bro. Oh, and, and Albert Laley, um, when because they were in his chat when they came oh my god, how 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 was calling formal a stupid motherfucker apparently. Yeah, he said he was butt hurt. That's what I was talking about. Uh, he was when he was confirming it. He's like, he's a stupid motherfucker. He's all butt hurt. Yeah, it could be RPR. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, Albert Laley. He um, Matt, he was like, yeah. I know you guys were talking about me being a double agent. I mean, why do you think Hal and Reps moved to Texas where I live uh, after I did and left uh, Snipe down in Vegas? This plan's been in motion for a long time or something like that. Oh like play into it. Dude, I was he cracking said it. up. That's funny, dude. Oh my god. Bro, I don't know. Everybody's trolling, obviously. I think I mean they might be just be looking for a fourth person, right? As a sub. I don't, I don't know. know. It seems man. pretty. Uh, the The evidence is mounting up at the, at this point that I. It sounds. I don't know. For Snipe to leave Halo for Halo, seems premature, doesn't it? Right. Like Halo could literally just like be hype because wow. it just came out and then completely right. flop, which I'm predicting. I hot take. I think it will. I think we've outgrown those kind of games by a long shot. I think it'll be new for the like the it'll be hype for the nostalgia and that it will die off immediately. That's my take on that. Yeah, we'll see. I feel like Halo hype is it's too early. It's Everybody too early. that I've seen that has played it so far, they're um they've all said the same thing. And that is it feels like Halo. Which is a good thing, right? I mean it's Halo. Halo should feel like Halo. Well, bad thing in that it's the same game that people played for years and years and years and years. It doesn't it's like not anything, nothing spicy enough to make it continue to be a big thing. So that's why I think it's going to be. I mean, Halo had, Halo had a big Halo had a big esports scene for a while, you know, and then other games kind of just came in. And then it just kind of fell to the wayside when they stopped releasing Halo. Yeah. And now they're releasing. I mean, like you said, it could be it could be brief. It could be a very brief run. I just think BRs have too much of a chokehold right now that uh, that type of game. Won't, I mean, I could be completely wrong, but I'm gonna guess it doesn't do much. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, that being we'll said, see. Though, we'll see. If- even if nobody watches Halo competitive, he'll stop. He'll still probably get paid more than he gets paid for playing competitive Apex. Oh, for sure. Halo has way more money back in it. Well, Halo has way more money, and Apex that. just doesn't pay nobody. Apex just doesn't pay people. Like, like, this is, this is, is the biggest tournament to date, and when you win first place, we'll give you three hundred dollars and a free coupon to Arby's. <laughs> It expired. The coupons, the coupons expired. Finally. Well, let's be honest. Nobody eats at Arby's, so they'll probably accept it anyways. <laughs> They're desperate. <laughs> yeah. Um. Another. So. Uh. I don't want to say breaking news, but a big thing going on right now. I saw it before the podcast. Is that Timmy Apprise and Wig are not going to be competing? Did you see that? Yep. That was that was the next thing I was gonna bring up. Yeah, that's that's getting that's starting to get spicy on the timeline right now because people people are just talking shit. Alan Alberlaley basically saying that they're, which I I get where they're coming from, but at the same time, yeah, well, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, basically they're saying that it's shitty of them because they basically took somebody else's spot and are now not competing. So someone else that would have been playing could have played, but they didn't. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I can agree with, but we don't know the whole situation to know, you know, what what happened. Like, is this something that they could have, like, would have known about back then and should have prevented, right. like, even playing? Or is this something that's happened recently where they had no control over it and it's just kind of life happens kind of situation? So, but man, it is developing to be a spicy night on the timeline because of that one. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like 
Man. I feel like a lot of the Twitter drama with how I'm relating, whomever, right? If they just DM somebody, if they just like DM somebody and just talked it out for DMs, none of this would have happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'll, like, I get it. Like you said, I get it, right? Like, they're upset because of the competitive integrity. Uh, ALGS NA already looks so bad in Apex, right? Like, I don't know if you know, but NA is viewed as having the worst work ethic, the, like... Oh, a thousand percent. Basically, just, like, the laziest region, right? The only reason NA is relevant is because it's NA. And we have big streamers in NA. Right, like that's the only reason. Like that's what, that's the argument that people are saying. Like, NA is only relevant because it's NA, and by nature being NA, they're relevant. Nobody wants to scrim. Nobody is on time for anything. Like, there's just no because there's no like penalty, right? Like, you can do whatever you want, and just it's fine. So I think that just makes NA look bad. I feel bad because like obviously these are like. These are three of the nicest people in Apex, probably. You know? Timmy Wig and a prize. Yeah. Probably three of the nicest guy dudes in all of Apex, right? Hands down. You know. Not kind of like island them, right? People are just talking so much shit. For no reason. It's the internet. <laughs> right? Like Timmy has I think I've seen like four different tweets from Timmy like explaining explaining himself. Mm-hmm. And defending himself. People are like, oh my god, do you hate do you hate wig? It's like, no, nobody hates each other. He's like, no, it's not because of my PC. No, it's like I just had shit. Like, like people just can't understand that. Like other people have shit going on in their lives other than the gaming. Yeah. Right? It's like I have a personal emergency. I have personal shit to take care of. I can't well, game. I think a lot of that comes from the viewer doesn't understand like they see the streamer as the streamer. That's the only thing they ever see them as. You play video games for a living. I watch you every time I see you. You're playing the video game. Right. Like I don't think people realize like like how like people still have, like not these particular people that we're talking about, but like you like you stream and still have normal everyday life to do like jobs and things like that. Yeah, but people have relationships. They have family. They've got yeah. their own problems. They've got, got family. mental health issues. Like. Yeah, like there's it, just because you only right, see them human. while they're playing a video game doesn't mean they only play a video game. Yes, especially people need to understand. Talking, especially when you're talking about people where it's like, I watch you twelve hours a day play the video game. Like you, they got 12, 12 additional hours to work in sleep and their actual personal life if they're streaming yeah. for twelve hours. Like, yeah, I mean they're a whole ass person. Like, do you like? I don't actual, know. Like, what do you do? A real life human being. Like. <laughs> I just feel like people need to understand, like, it's my job, but I got shit to do, like, like, I don't know, like, people just got, like, people got all twisted, man, like, people just don't get it. Well, and that's the thing that kind of sucks, because not even just streaming, but, like, I guess, like, in in general, like, but specifically streaming, because we're talking about it, like, you're, you can't please everybody. No. Like there's you're always your decision since you're in the public eye, whatever decision you make, somebody's going to disagree with it every single yep. time. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it just just you don't see like, and it's just people need to understand something too. People need to get like, here's something for all y'all out there who don't get it. When we click go live, there is an entire process that happens off camera before we hit live. There is an entire person, and you know this very well, Dwight. There is an entire ass, like, I got to go through like a 10 step nuclear launch code system to get myself to the mental point of I am streaming tonight. It's not. People who like wig and everybody, like, they make it look natural. But there's a whole process. There, there, there's a whole whole thing 
I, I, you gotta understand that what we're doing on camera right now for you live, it is a persona. We're not fake. Don't get me wrong. We're not being fake, but it is a persona and a personality that we have to put on for you to be able to do this. I mean, look, I'm the same person on stream, off stream. I try to be consistent. I'm not acting different. I'm not anything. But you have to understand that there is an entire mental, like, fortitude process that we have to go through to be live for you and be positive, right? Everything that happens on the camera while it's authentically us is like 5% of us as a human being, right? It's one facet of us as a person. It's the playing games and having fun side. Today on the podcast, it's a different side. It's a bit more serious, a bit more somber side. But you're seeing like such a small part of our lives, of their lives, right? People got to understand that. There's a whole person, just a whole human being behind that screen that you're watching. I feel like they just, they just don't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. I mean, what what else can we say about that, right? Or there's something else we can say about that, I suppose. Yeah, it's... Yeah, that's, it's, to me, it's, it's, it's frustrating and disheartening to, for people to just be like making all these assumptions about stuff. And ignoring, ignoring like the 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 struggles that the streamers go through on a day to day basis, I guess. Yeah. If that makes sense, I think that if you are if you enjoy Twitch and you watch Twitch and you and you. And then you consume Twitch that you need to understand that outside of Twitch, we have lives. And, and outside of Twitch, there are very real things that we, um, that we do as human beings, you know, that, uh, yeah, I don't know, just it frustrates me to see Timmy have to defend himself uh, so many times. Like, it's not my PC. We don't have hate. Like, like dude, like, just, 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 they just can't do it. They can't do it. Like, dude, who gives a shit? You know, clearly there's something more important. I don't know. Like, it, it, people are so quick to just call people out for stuff that they don't think about what they're saying or doing, you know? Well, and I think it kind of goes back to, like, kind of what I was talking about earlier. Like, people don't realize, like, so this is, your entertainment right like you're you watch competitive apex you find that entertaining cool yep. whether or not they have a legitimate reason to back out is not impacting you whatsoever were you going right. to, if they wouldn't have played would you have been in, in, in an algs contending team no no so why are you no. why are you arguing about it? Why are you getting right. so why, why are you getting twisted? So emotional about it, getting yeah, into yeah, these yeah. arguments. It doesn't yeah, impact yeah. you whatsoever. Exactly, it doesn't impact it's you. Weird. I, I I get it. If you come out from it's like, hey, are you okay? If you are concerned for the streamer, totally different story. But if you're coming out here, but like, what the fuck, bro? You fucking loser. Well, yeah, I was gonna say it. I think it's know? I guess it's more so the presentation, like. You can agree or disagree with it, whatever. Like, you can have an opinion. That's fine. But, like, you don't need to be all animated about it and having these drawn-out arguments and getting people are calling each other's names and getting into these huge arguments. Like, it doesn't matter to you. It literally, your life does not change any. And the fact that you're talking like this lets me know that that wasn't, like, the team that you really wanted to win and you watched. So why do you care? Now your team has one less good team to fight. Like, their chances are better now. (laughs) <laughs> right 
You know what I mean? Like, it's weird. It's just a weird time. Right. Yeah, I just... People need to chill the fuck out, man. And I, I get it where people are coming from. Like, oh, they took a spot. Da, 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 da. It's like... That's for the pros, right? Like, that's not a you concern. That's, that's what I'm for saying. the pros. Like, it doesn't, that's, doesn't that's not impact for you. your life at all. Just, just leave it alone. Leave it alone, man. Yes. <sighs> Anyways, the Apex community continues to have their pieces of shit. Yep. Um. Some days were good. Some days were bad. But you know, overall, people just man, people just need, need to get it together. Just get together, society as a whole. Just get it together, bro. Just just stop being assholes and figure it out. And just figure it out, man. God. That's, that's all I got for today. You gonna you gonna game? What's that? You thinking of gaming? Oh yeah. All right, we're going game. Uh, if you're listening, catch us at uh, Twitch at Nature's Bless. Links in the bio, links in everything at N A T U R E S P L E S S at Dwight Shoot D W I T E S H O O T. Dwight streams once a decade now because he's old. It's fine. You like that? Uh, you like that? I stream pretty much every day. Find us, you know, Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, all them handles. Uh, we are starting a off-target Apex YouTube, so we will hopefully be putting the VODs there. If you want to watch us talk about stuff, we'll put, do our best to put it there. And yeah, any words for the people, Dwight, before we head out? Uh, do better. Just in general. Do better. Even if you're not doing bad, just do better. Every day, every day do better all right y'all we will see you uh next week with another episode hopefully a more exciting episode a more enjoyable one um juicy apex news juicy apex news but out to the universe there's gonna be some some crazy apex oh crazy shit's gonna happen next week for sure for sure so we will see you all uh next week once again, thank you for joining us at the Off Target Pod Cast. Uh, bye bye.